Thursday, March 2nd. You know what that means. One day away from the start of the 2017 MLS season. And only three days away from Atlanta United's inaugural MLS regular season game. It's exciting times. We hadn't talked in a while. Let's see where we're at. All right, let's start with maybe what's most important. Obviously, not the team on the field, but the fans in the stands. Kind of where is the city as a whole leading up to this uh, first match on Sunday? Um, The club's been doing a lot this week. Uh, The march to soccer, um, several events around town, giving away flags on Monday, I think it was. Or was that Tuesday? No, I don't remember. They had a soccer thing planned at the Five Point Station. Um, I don't know, maybe Monday was like a, a donation drive. Maybe that's what it was. Tuesday was flags. Wednesday was supposed to be soccer. I think got canceled for weather. Uh, today was going to be um, some announcements with uh, Children's Healthcare of Atlanta uh, that included... Um, them officially naming the training grounds, uh, being sponsored by Children's Healthcare of Atlanta. Uh, tomorrow's Five Strike Friday, Saturday, uh, a pub crawl, I think, along the Beltline, and then, of course, Sunday is the match. Um, I know they had a pretty good turnout for the flags uh, on Tuesday. I saw a lot of that on social media. Um, we're also, uh, I think, just a, you know, we're, Close to 55,000 seats sold as a sellout at Bobby Dodd. So fans will be in there in attendance. Um, Not that I was too worried about it, but just the fact that the game hadn't sold out, uh, I was getting a little worried and um, not upset, but, you know, I I would have thought a a non-sellout would be a, a a bit of a bummer. Would have been a little disappointed in that. Um, but of course, 30,000 of those 55,000 seats sold our season ticket holders, um, team announced that as well. So, you know, 30,000 season tickets, that's, it's been said a lot, but you know, soccer specific stadiums are rarely over 25,000. If even up that high, um, usually it's 22 and below, I want to say kind of similar sizes, like in the NBA arena, um, so look, the excitement's there. Uh, I saw somewhere that someone had tried to go to the team store in Atlantic Station, and they were sold out of lots of gear, uh, lots of sizes of the gear, I should say. Um, only like very large sizes left. Uh, Dick's Sporting Goods has the um, soccer merch racks pulled up to the front. Um, that includes some gear you can't get at the team store. I know... Someone in my ticket group had tried to buy some parking um, for the game on Sunday, and they had basically nothing available closer than the AT&T deck, which is, you know, on the other side of uh, 75, 85 from the stadium. So people are ready and planned. Tailgating, I know, will be out in full force. I'll be out there early. Um, I believe some of the lots are opening up at noon. Um, I could be wrong there, but you know it's a it's a late game. It's a seven seven thirty game. So people are going to be out there. They're going to be rowdy. They're going to be ready to go. Um, if you're one of those people planning on doing it, make sure you eat some food. 
Don't be dumb. Should be some beautiful weather. Um, I know the supporters groups will be in a lot um, over on the uh, east side of Midtown. And we'll be marching uh, from their tailgating area, I believe under the tunnel, um, over to the stadium, which to me is like the most Atlanta thing in the world. You have to cross the interstate, cross some major uh, roadways to get to the game. But it's exciting times. Um, you know, I, I know I've been wearing some stuff around even more than normal last like week or two, and I have definitely gotten many comments on it. Um, and not always questions, which, you know, used to be like, who's, who's that? Um, oh, I didn't know we had a team. Basically everyone making comments was positive or like, oh yeah, I'm going to the game and, and, and so forth. So not that I think anyone was worried about it, but I think for sure city's ready. Fans are ready. Is the team ready? The MLS season kicks off this weekend on FS1 and we've got two new teams this season, including the Atlanta United. All right, the team, team, the team. Where don't we have questions? Let's start there. Basically until Brad Guzon comes over in the end of the English Premier League season, um, I think he's eligible at the beginning of July uh, to actually um, play, uh, we'll be starting Alec Kahn. Um, feel pretty confident. And Khan, he's gotten some experience past couple years. Um, I think he'll be perfectly fine. Replacement, I think he'd be a starting caliber keeper on possibly some other teams around the league. No worries there. Um, barring anything crazy or injuries in training leading up to the game Sunday, um, we'll see a back line of Garza, uh, Pires. I always forget. Can I say Pires or is he Pires Gonzalez? Doesn't matter. Um, well, well, I guess it should matter. But uh, Pires and Parker's from the middle uh, center backs. So then we'll have um, Tyrone Timiers out on the right side. Uh, we saw this configuration several times in the preseason. Um, you know, a lot of veteran presence, which expansion teams will need uh, in the back line. That's easy enough. Um, moving forward, I guess this is where the questions start to be. Uh, I know Dirty South Soccer had a potential lineup. I know Doug Robertson has put some up in the past. Um, MLS Soccer, uh, Sam Stitchcool, however you say his last name. Um, you guys know I'm bad at names. Um, he had some potential starting lineups. Uh, what I would have thought kind of beginning of the preseason, going into the preseason, I thought we would have seen a, a Chris McCann, um, Carmona, kind of defensive midfielder uh, setup going on. Um, kind of, and this is kind of like in a 4-3-3 setup, which would have been like having like two kind of defensive, kind of holding midfielders, um, as well as um, Miguelito uh, Almiron, um, kind of ahead of them is like the attacking midfielder, that kind of being the three there. Um, and I think, obviously, Miguelito and Carmona are basically... Basically, you can go ahead and sharpie those guys in, but it's that third spot. It's uh, Chris McCann. It's um, Jeff Laurentiewicz. It's 
you know, even Julian Gressel, who's got, who looked really good in the preseason and impressed Tata. And, you know, yes, he was drafted out of the college draft, but, you know, he's, he's 23 and, and not that it should matter, but, um, you know, he is native of Germany, uh, guy definitely has soccer in his blood has been playing for a long time so yes he's a rookie but i know the mls soccer guy sam was is is big on gressel um i think even in his uh kind of preseason um preview he said you know if, if gressel could gressel could earn a starting spot he could potentially be a rookie of the year he feels that good about him which is very nice to to see. You know, this is a guy we definitely thought would just be depth for the squad. Um, where am I on this? Um, purely out of the fact that we signed him very early, uh, I have Chris McCann kind of penciled in there. I know he missed some time. I mean, I think the team had some maybe some days off there, but uh, he missed. He's you know been out of the country kind of recently, but he did just get his. Uh, green card kind of paperwork to go through and all that. Not that that's at all important, but uh, I'm going to go with McCann. Um, but I think it's really more between McCann and uh, Lerdwick's, um not Gressel yet. What I left for the young guy, or younger, I should say, guy to take over. Sure. Um, but I think we'll get one of the veterans on, um, you know, opening day against a uh, New York Red Bull teams, which should be very good. Um you know, kind of moving to the the top three, we'll have the you know two guys out wide. Um, we'll definitely have Tito um, Hector Villalba. Definitely have him on the right side. And then this is where more questions are. Up top, in either you know a lone forward or winger kind of position. Joseph Martinez, we're paying him uh, a decent clip in salary, and he did a lot in the preseason in his time to look very good and impressive. He is starting. Now, whether it's uh, Yamil Assad on the left side, like we saw in the the first game he started out there and and Kenwin Jones was alone up top, or if Joseph Martinez kind of moves back on the left side, and Kenwin Jones is doing kind of more hold-up play up top, there's there's a question. Because that really means, like, also asking, like, what's up with Kenwin? Um, did not, again, hold-up play, sure, but, like, did not play well finishing-wise in the preseason at all. Um, several missed opportunities against uh, Columbus, I believe it was, just kind of, no better way to say it, they just kind of dicked it up. Um, but is his kind of steadying, again, you know, veteran presence in the hold-up play something Tata wants to cash in on, or does he want to go full bore, balls to the wall, let's bring all the speed out, let's throw all our offensive weapons at him, and just go and bring in a guy like Kenwin off the bench um, if they need to switch things up or things aren't working out and they want a bigger presence in the box, that sort of thing. You know, I say that, and Joseph Martinez, of course, scored several headers <laughs> in the uh, preseason. Granted, they were uh, a little lower than where Kenwin will be operating, but um, 
you know, that's a, that's, that's a big thing. And um, Kinwin, you know, another guy like McCann, someone who we brought in early and we're expecting to be a big contributor on this team. You know, what, what's his role with the team right now? He had a kind of, I don't want to say cryptic, but he had an Instagram post about a day ago. I mean, it was on Wednesday. And with one of those little kind of like rage comics, you know, flipping the table over kind of thing. And, you know, as uh, his caption, all it was was like SMDH, you know, just a, a kind of a frustrated Instagram and didn't really see any other news items today. And there are people like Andrew Carlton, and who we'll get to in a second, um, and some of the other players on the team definitely showed up as like having liked his photo. So I don't think it's anything like really crazy, but like, you know, is it possible that Kenwin either picked up a knock in training that would maybe prevent him from starting, or maybe he was already informed uh, by the coaching staff that he was not going to be an opening day starter. This is full <laughs> speculation here. I don't know, but um, Kinlan's got some stuff going on uh, behind the scenes that I don't think we've heard about as a, uh, you know as fans yet. Um, so something to consider. I mentioned I'd talk about Andrew Carlton. Um, you know, I think we'll definitely see Carlton on the the first team playing this year. He looked good in preseason. We know he has skills. Um, definitely no reason to expect him to be an opening day starter, as fun as that would be. Um, not going to happen. Do we see him in the game? Possibly. Do we see him if it's a close game? I don't know. Um, you know, we saw so many wholesale changes in the preseason. It's obviously hard to tell how we'll actually be subbing once we're limited to those three positions and that's it. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Red Bulls will be tough. They had a kind of strange off season, but they have still been consistently one of the best teams in the East. Um, Supporter Shields winners as well. Uh, two years ago, I think it was. Or did they win the Supporter Shield? Now I can't remember. Uh, top of the East for sure, though. Um, team to go through all those cliches. And uh, yeah, I think they're going to have something to prove when they go out there. It's fun times, guys. This might be the last time that we ever just get to be excited about the team and don't overanalyze stuff. I'll see you on Sunday.